Welcome to the DC Daily Drop, your one-stop shop for today's important news in DC movies, TV, and comics. Here are your hosts, Tom and Zach. Hello and welcome to a Supergirl review edition of the Daily Drop. Today we're going to be talking about Season 2, Episode 2, Last Children of Krypton. Uh, before we get into the spoilery review, what did you think of this episode, Zach? Um, it, I liked it better than the first episode, I think. I, I said about the first episode that it was... No, I, I it sounds like I think I like it. I do like it better. I know I like it better than the first episode. Um, but I think about the first episode, I said that it was just kind of safe. Nothing all that exciting really happened. It was kind of setting it up. And it was really just setting it up for this episode. So right. um, all of the all of the really exciting stuff happens in this one. Um, there's some some minor little things that are kind of goofy that I didn't really like. But overall... I I really liked it, and I think they've set up um, a good storyline to go through the rest of the season. Right, and this was just your second episode of Supergirl ever. Yeah, that that's true. Yeah, I, I guess we should have known, you know, with it, Superman being there. They they said the producers said it was going to be like a two part episode. Um, hmm. But yeah, so this one's more action heavy from the get go, I would say, and we get to see, you know, more Superman, more Supergirl, of course, um, and I think they set up where the rest of this season is going to go where this does feel like a two-part premiere episode so we now can kind of see where this where the show's going all right well i guess with that we'll get into the spoiler review part of the section so you've been warned so uh it kind of opens up with metallo wakes up at cadmus labs and he has kryptonite in his chest everybody's favorite medicine right (laughs) and so only good things could possibly come from that obviously um and so that happens um and then at the doe the the kryptonian that came out of the pod that crashed in last season's finale that they opened in the first episode he's just kind of been chilling there like in a coma and he he keeps causing power surges because he's like doing photosynthesis from electricity um and they have him locked up with kryptonite and so so clearly like he's poison ivy yeah, exactly. <laughs> we should we should have like we should probably have a counter on this episode or in this episode and the first episode of how many times Superman complains about Kryptonite being there or Hank using Kryptonite. Oh yeah. That was or that's so- that's sort of my least favorite thing about this Superman so far is that he just he just won't move on from the Kryptonite. And and I understand where he's coming from, you know, it is dangerous and if they're going to have it, they better keep it more secure than they have. But also, I completely understand where John Jones is coming from. I mean, they would not have survived season one without kryptonite, kryptonite weapons. There was a handful of Kryptonians flying around doing bad things, and that kryptonite came in handy. Plus, we've already seen in this universe that red kryptonite exists. So, you know, if Kara or Clark went crazy again, you'd want some of that handy. Right. Uh, And so then after this, uh, we get to meet Kara's new boss. Who is Snapper Carr? And he's, he's a he's a grumpy old man, isn't he? he he's really grumpy. He's pretty unpleasant. He does, does not like the fact that Kara just had this job handed to her and doesn't Fire, really respect her at all. Fires her before her first day, basically. Yeah. <laughs> and so I'm sure that they'll they'll have some moments together as we go forward. <laughs> um. So Clark tells Kara that he needs to go back to Metropolis. Lois wants her man and <laughs> metropolis needs their hero 
but their their final goodbye act is they're gonna go save this guy who's gonna jump off a bridge oh no it's metallo so (laughs) (laughs) i guess he knew that that would bring them in and so he starts shooting kryptonite with his chest thing that's that's a that's a exact scientific name chest thing he's got his chest thing and it shoots kryptonite beams and so he injures superman and kara and this is where we get superman holding kara like that one crisis on infinite earth cover where supergirl dies but she's obviously not dead in this yeah and they made that into a poster for the show actually i don't know if you saw that but Mm -hmm. that's kind of fun when they do that recreate comic covers they did it for season two of The Flash, when there was Jay Garrick and Barry Allen showing the, the Flash of two worlds, they recreated that. And for the Supergirl Flash crossover, they did the one where Superman and Flash had a race around the world. So, yeah, so it's cool to see that, um, but they're both fine. So um, I, don't, I don't know why I sound disappointed about that. They're both fine. Well, yeah, you know, you, if you're going to, it's a scene from Crisis, but it's definitely not a crisis level event in the show right uh so they go back to the doe and um obviously clark is upset that there's kryptonite out there he wants to know where this came from and hank explains what do you call him is it do you call him hank do you call him john do you call him martian manhunter oh man i don't know i i guess we should just call him john from now on he's okay. john jones so john Marsh, uh, martian manhunter is just a mouthful right <laughs> And he's not really Hank, so I guess we're right. going to have to start calling him Jean. All right. So Jean says that um, there's some kryptonite that went missing, and that's where that kryptonite must have gone. Four months ago, and this is the first we've heard of it. Right. Yeah, we didn't really think it was important. You know, nothing bad could have happened with that. Right. Well, I mean, somebody stole kryptonite. They probably don't have any plans to use it for villainous, villainous things. Yeah. And so uh, right around this time, too, all of the TVs get hacked by... Cadmus and they're basically declaring war on Superman and Supergirl because they're alien threats and they need to be taken care of. So Kara goes to talk to Cat and Cat is taking a leave of absence. The way she says it at first it sounds like she's going to die, but really she's just <laughs> yeah. leaving for a while. Yeah, that was kind of funny. Yeah. Yeah, so, I, so I don't know how we'll get into this more later, but I don't know how much we'll see Cat going forward. I think she's going to be a recurring character. But the actress, Callista Flockhart, is, lives in L.A. And that's one of the reasons she did the show, because they shot in L.A. And they're going to be they're in Vancouver now. So she's only going to be flying up there on occasion, I guess. Yeah. Um, so after the, right after this, Superman and Jean go to the fortress. And we find out that he knows Kryptonian. Because they've got that app, remember? Right. They've got yeah, the app. Everybody knows Kryptonian. <laughs> when, why wouldn't you learn it? There's two Kryptonians on Earth, so we should learn it. <laughs> um, and then Mr. Floaty Robot tells Superman and Jean. Kelex. That... Kelex looked pretty cool. That's the actual name, Kelex. Uh, right. Also known as Mr. Floaty Robot. Yeah, Mr. Floaty Robot. He looked pretty yeah, cool he, in this. Yeah, he looked cool. <laughs> um, so he he analyzes the, the substance that was on Superman's finger from touching Metallo and finds out that it's special Promethean metal, which is basically a plot device that allows them to find to track down metallo (laughs) yeah (laughs) they don't really ever talk about that again um so then yeah they'll do that later they'll track down metallo using that later but in between this kara is talking to alex and suggests that she might leave and move to metropolis to be with clark and alex is pretty upset about that 
yeah, Alex feels kind of useless because Kara says she wants to be with someone who understands her and, you know, she can spend time with Clark and they only get each other being Kryptonian. I mean, apparently you can't understand what it's like to be alien unless you are one. That makes sense. Um, so this is, there's conflict between Kara and Alex. Um, because the first Metallo failed, they made a second one at Cadmus. And so now, speaking of Metropolis, there's a second Metallo, Metallo in Metropolis, and he's causing a bunch of damage. Two Metallos so Clark... are better than one, I always say. <laughs> right. And so Clark's like, see, I should have gone back to Metropolis. Things are bad. <laughs> um, at the DOE, in the meanwhile, Alex and Wynn use a Geiger counter to figure out who sold the kryptonite. It's some rando person that doesn't matter, basically, because <laughs> he dies like two minutes later. Right. She follows him because he's going to go sell a bunch of kryptonite to, um, what, who is the lady in charge of Cadmus? I can't remember her name. Oh, I don't remember. I can't think of it now either. But, and doctor, so Dr. Scary Lady, um, is there and she, she tries to recruit Alex like, Hey, I have been watching this show and it seems like you're mad at Kara right now. So <laughs> I'm going to use that against you and try to get you to kill your foster sister. Right. Uh, that doesn't work out for her. Uh, Supergirl shows up to save her. Um, but yeah, like I said, that random guy who's been selling kryptonite on the black market is dead. So yay. We don't have to worry about him anymore. <laughs> um, but uh, so when also during this time has been building, he's been going to, he was going to build a whole new suit that would block right. kryptonite, which, you know, would be a pretty cool thing for a Kryptonian to have. Um, and prob- probably more convenient than just, taking a swim in a lead lead based paint pool <laughs> yeah um a little so, easier to carry around <laughs> uh, he doesn't really get the whole suit done he just kind of like stops only gets the shield done that covers their emblem so they each have like this little piece of plastic that goes over their chest um but they're going to use that to go take on the metallos um, so they each go to their own cities, but each of them have backup now. And so Kara is with Alex, and Clark goes with Jean, and they go to stop. Um, they go to stop their Metallos in their cities, and they use their little shields. And very conveniently, both Metallos shoot their Kryptonites only at those little shields. Yeah, poor aim by the Metallos, but it got the, it got the job done. Yeah, I guess if it's coming from your chest, you can only shoot at somebody's chest. It's a chest-to-chest weapon. Yeah, and Alex showed up in her kryptonite-powered super suit to mm-hmm. help take down Metallo Prime. Right. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they, they beat both of the Metallos. Um, so, yay, the day is saved. And Supergirl, Kara realizes that she does need Alex and that she needs to stay there. She's not going to go to Metropolis. Um, so then we go back to the newspaper or to um catco and james is taking over cat's job while she's gone and so this is like the only time we see him in this whole episode like he's right. just completely gone absent so yeah he wasn't involved until one little scene at the end there mm-hmm. um and then hank sorry sean gives superman all the kryptonite on earth he's like oh okay here you go here's all the kryptonite on earth and he just kind of flies off with it and then the kryptonian wakes up and chokes Kara and that's how the episode ends that's sort basically. of yeah that's the stinger mm-hmm. we also um did get confirmation confirmation from Dr. Scary Lady that 
Jeremiah is still alive. Uh, I don't. Oh yeah. It hadn't officially been confirmed by anybody who had seen him alive in the last several years, but it, according to Cadmus now, Jeremiah is alive. So hopefully we'll be seeing more Dean Kane soon. Yeah. So, yeah. Overall, this I think um, they wrapped up the Metal story pretty well, and it, there was a whole lot more action and a lot of stuff going on in this episode than the first one. Right. What'd you think of it, Tom? Yeah, that last episode was quite a bit of setup for this episode. Um, I guess, what'd you think of Tyler Hecklin? We didn't really talk about him last week, but how, what'd you think of his Superman? Uh, he is, he's a very good Clark Kent, and he's a he's a fairly good Superman. Okay. So I think he, he plays he plays the, the bumbling Clark Kent character perfectly. He's really good at that. Um, I guess there's nothing really I can complain about about his Superman. It's It's kind of good it's just generically safe good superman i think i wasn't blown away with it but right. i wasn't right like he doesn't annoyed by it he doesn't do anything to stand out necessarily as superman but he does the does a fine job i think uh his clark i think i know a lot of people like the bumbling reporter and it works well in small doses i think i would prefer sort of the the more serious clark i think when he's too goofy he can stick out like yeah okay you're you're like trying to look like a goofball <laughs> at that point you know what i mean and that's almost more suspicious than just being an average guy um but i think it, it does work well in small doses it can and it can provide some comedic relief and yeah he does a he does a fine job as superman i think he's pretty good overall and i definitely i, I hope we see more of him i like how they handled it you know where he's in two episodes but this is still Kara's show and i hope going forward you know we're gonna get back to it being fully Kara's show, but I hope we get him mixed in. I'd like little doses mixed in. I know that's tricky with Superman, just throwing him in because he's such an important character, and you don't want him, you don't want to minimize his importance. Yeah, I'm also interested to see how they're because we know that James is going to become Guardian, right? I'm interested to see how that happens when they're also setting it up that he is now in charge of Catco. Because I mean, I'm assuming that that's a pretty busy position right that's doesn't a leave a whole lot of crime fighting time you wouldn't think so um so i don't know maybe he won't be long for the position or yeah i'm and i'm also wondering what pushes him to decide to be guardian you know mm-hmm. based on all the other shows in this multiverse he'll probably get beaten up and then decide you know Kara can't save everyone so he's gonna decide to help out um yeah so i'm interested to see where they go with that yeah and then obviously the the Kryptonian waking up at the end and putting a chokehold on Kara is, I'm assuming that's going to be the very first thing we start dealing with in the next episode. So I'm really interested to see what they're doing with that. Yeah. I guess they pick right up from there um, and see where that goes. Uh, I guess the last thing I wanted to point out was just how cool Wynn was, you know, just funny, funny again. He, he did a good job of balancing well, you know, giving Superman a hug at the end there. (laughs) And he's almost crying when didn't Superman compliment the, the shield <laughs> the shield it's like are you crying <laughs> <laughs> that, that was another funny part too so i think yeah win did another good job in this episode yeah anything else that you want to go over no i think that uh that pretty much addresses everything i saw in this episode all right well that's it for today uh, thanks for listening and please be sure to su- subscribe rate and review us on itunes thanks Thanks for listening, and make sure to check out DC Daily Drop on Twitter, Facebook, and dcdailydrop.com. Drop by tomorrow for more DC news.